Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, Stable Girls... And stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's do this. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Martin. Hello, Ian. Okay. Sorry? Well, I'll come start with the point, right? Yes. Uh, I've got £1,500 in a brown envelope. Okay. Crispy, £20, £10 notes. Ooh. And I've got a proposition to make to you, which Ooh. I've been thinking about for about a week now. I am in. Let me get the bell out. Okay. All right, let's go. Yes, first customer. Ian, I want to buy your bet off you that you've had a Rainbow George about the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, oh. Now, for those who don't know, I have bet Rainbow George. It, well, he has bet me £2,020 that um, he will n- not only have a song in the 2020 Eurovision Song Contest, but I think I've got this right, haven't I, Catherine? It's going to win it. Yeah. So far, with 11 months to go... He hasn't even written the music for the song and he's not got in touch with any of the countries. Um, and Martin, you want to buy... I'm a better boy, a better furious. I'm a gambler. And oh. I think that's a good interest. Right, so, so, so the bet that I've got that George won't win the Eurovision Song Contest yeah. for tw- uh, for £2,020, you want to buy off me for, sorry, how much? £1,500. Which gives roughly, as a one to two, in my favour... But for you, it's an easy fifteen hundred pounds. So yeah, but 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 but, but, but it we, could we, be an easy two thousand pounds. Two thousand and twenty well, pounds. Mm. Two thousand twenty pounds. Yeah, that's why I know you lose seven hundred pounds on your bet, Ian. Well, no. To... Well, hang on a minute. You're a terrible mathematician. I lose five hundred and twenty pounds. No, it's two thousand and twenty, isn't it? Yeah, and you're offering me fifteen hundred. That's seven twenty. That's five hundred and twenty. Am I... One of us is being dumb here, Catherine. There's a very very strong chance it's me. It quite often is. But Catherine. No, I says one thousand five hundred pound million. Yeah, and the bet is for two thousand and twenty. Yeah, not that, not two thousand two hundred and twenty. Two thousand two hundred twenty. Yeah. Oh, I was thought it... it was twenty twenty twenty. Sorry, like you're right. I apologise for that. Okay, okay. I might have to get more money out of this guy. Keep him talking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but why would I? Why uh, basically? I'm just giving away five hundred and twenty pounds. Well, that's why you can cash in your bet now. Like, see, I'm a gambler, you see. Like, and when you bet on football or golf, whatever, like. If after the first day, stay in the golf, like, you, or your man's winning, like, you can cash in the bet, like, yeah. or less than the money you'd get if you won. thing so, is, you say you're a gambler. This isn't really gambling, is it? This is taking money off an old man who's not done any work. Which, which by the way, I am totally up for. I am 40, totally I am, up for. Catherine, 46 is not old. He's a young man, isn't he? He's no, really. she's talking about Georgia Muppet. Oh, George. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought 
I'll tell you what I'll do. Let me make a deal with you, Martin. Yeah. This envelope full of crisp 20s on and 10s. It's on my little desk now. Like. Okay, well, don't, don't, well you, you said the mantelpiece and then you well, realise that burglars will be listening and so you've just made up a desk. <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Quite often in exclusive gambling dens, you have to pay a fee to sit at the table. Yeah. If you pay me a fee to sit at my table, I will consider... Your offer. Ian. The fee is, listen, hear me out. Hear I'm me out. Hear out yeah. You pay me £100. Yeah. I will consider your very generous offer. Now, that sounds fair to me, Kath. What do you reckon? Sound fair? Kath, my gangster's mole. For Ofcom reasons, I'm not getting involved. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ian, right. Okay, right. Can I just have a, what, a quick follow up? Follow up to this, like, are you and uh, Kathy going to bring your rabbit down? Uh, you, down to, <laughs> your rabbit. Sorry, I don't know about my rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the rabbit hole down to Birmingham in the near future. No. Oh, that's a shame, Rob. Uh, we might do. Do you know what? I've just started booking a couple of extra dates tonight. We're looking at doing one in yeah. Brighton in October. We're looking at doing a picture show in London in September. Um, and um, find me a venue in, in, find me a venue in Birmingham. What, you've got a lot of fans staying here, like, they listen to talk. Oh, I've got a lot of listeners here. I did a show there for four years. What? But find me find me a venue in Birmingham. I'd only come down to the... Uh, if you brought the rubber hole down to Birmingham, like, I'd only come down on one condition. Yeah. That, uh, that Caddick wasn't there. Because yeah, like, the last person I would have bumped into is that. Alan, what do you think about that? Oh, he got bumped. I oh, to no, go. he's not on his way. I want to go. He's cut it on. I'm in, Martin. How are you? Alan, after you got banned from Harbin stores, like, for your misbehaviour, like. Excuse me, I apologise, but it's not my fault for got to do like me. But you, I've been a bit aggressive, like. Don't harbour really No, but I apologise to the gaffer. Okay, but okay, well, okay, Alan. You yeah. wouldn't let me back, even though I apologise. Getting a word of this. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, Alan, like when you go in pubs, like you've got it's a lot. Like the Brummie Arches. <laughs> you know, you can't just Which go around. Like, the no, yeah, but, but I never liked set near Birmingham. Anyway. They talk like that. Mm. Have you been banned from the Green Man as well, Alan? No, I, I don't. I've never been in the Green Man or the Vine. N- no, I'm allowed in the Vine. Okay, okay, okay. So, Alan, right, if if Ian and Cathy did bring down the rabbit hole down to Birmingham, would you behave yourself? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And we could have a point after. As long as it's not to my stores. Because I would give. See, look, why I asked Ian about if he, if he, him and Cathy was bringing the rabbit hole down to Birmingham, because that's when I'd bring the fifteen hundred pound down to Ian to hand it over to him to buy well, the pistol. Well, here's the thing: if I, 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 you have to give me a hundred pounds first for me to consider your offer. But that, hang on, but is George still up for this bet? Or George is still up for the bet. I'm still up for the bet. But for me to consider selling the bet to you for £1,500, you'd have to give me £100, which is separate from the £1,500. Otherwise, I'm not even going to consider it. OK, so I'm still making 400 am I? 420 But 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 you give me the £100 and I'm considering it and I may, I may say no. That's a deal. So I may say no. That is a deal. What kind of gambler are you? A really bad one. All right, well, if you send me the £100, and um, then I'll consider whether I sell you, uh, sell you the bet for £1,500. Well, so I'll send a cheque down to Talk Sports Studios in your name, then. Yeah, you, 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 did, you, did, you did say cash, if I'm completely honest, Martin. 
Well, I'm happy to meet you at an underground car park or a bus station somewhere in London. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just so confident winning this bet. Right? Fine, you, I mean, you quid, are like yourself. You know, give me hundred quid to, to consider it, and I might consider it. It's as simple as that. He's getting cold feet. Thank, he, he is exactly. Thank you, Martin. Um, goodbye, Helen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'll look into Birmingham. Actually, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, Danny says, "Man breaks the world record for saying the word like in a conversation over a million times in five minutes live on talk radio." Wow. <laughs> this is the late night alternative. Catherine Boyle, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lagged antipodeans. Goodbye, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, nice to see Ken just calling up and then um, realizing he's not welcome on this show and uh, putting the phone down. Um, which is great because we don't want his homophobic phobic bigotry. Although I do want to tell him that I'm bisexual now. That's, I want to tell him that. I'm sure he knows. Dad! <laughs> Something to tell you. 0344 499 1000. Did you say I want to tell him I'm bisexual now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I want to tell him. That's what I wanted to tell him last time, but he put the phone down. Right, okay. I, want to just want to, I just want to let him know. See what he says. See, see, yeah. Further evidence of the devil within, of course. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm up for anything these days. Um, iPod roulette, if you want to give us a go, you're very welcome. Oh, God, someone's put uh, the boring old man uh, uh, signal. George is calling in. Um, what have you got for us, Catherine Boyle? Uh, well, Billy's uh, still upset about Ruta Haga, so... Um... Oh, <laughs> Ruta Haga passed away. Very <laughs> We're all upset about that. <laughs> oh, this is a shame. Runners who took part in a cancer charity race have been told their times were wrong because the route was tampered with. Oh, hey, this reminds me, right, when I was about 14 or 15, the teacher I hated the most because he was a bully, horrible man, um, but he made me do cross country. He thought I'd be good at it because I was long and skinny. I wasn't, I was a sprinter, but he made me do cross country. And once we went, we entered a cross country in, in Black Forest. No, not Black Forest, in uh, the, the Black, Black, uh, Black, uh, uh, it's where they filmed Superman. It's where they filmed um, the Zod landing on Earth scene. Black Park? Black Park! Black Park, it's where they filmed Zod. Um, Is this the planet Houston? I think was his line. It's in Black Park. Was that before he said, kneel before Zod? Yes, I think so. Um, And we had to do a cross-country. So we did this cross-country and we went like Billy-O. And uh, I did really well, actually. And I felt really good at the end of it. And we all all, all these lads finished, about 20 lads finished. And then the person running went, no, sorry, 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 so, 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 sorry. You should have listened. We, we, we tried to call you back. We'd set the course out wrong. <gasps> that wasn't the course. We've got to do it again. What, today? No. No. Oh, God, no. This was 30 years ago. And um, we're like, what? 20 of us, but the other sort of 30 had, had heard that, no, come back, lads, come back. And so they hadn't done it. Jammy gets. And we had to do it again. And, of course, I came, like, last or something. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the exhaustion. I hate the cold legs. I hate the feeling of nausea. I hate the stitch. I hate the people that like cross-country. I hate it. It's torture. It's torturous. It should be banned in this country. It should be illegal. It's worse than what they do to journalists in Turkey. You were doing it wrong. What you need to do is get out of the teacher's eye shot. Eye, eye shot. shot. Eyesight. Eye, eye, eye line. Yes. Slow down and carry on your conversations, what we used to do. Well, this with the school cross country, you could, um, but with uh, here we go. This is uh, this can be a phone in that no one will go for. 
when you were at school, but you were legitimately allowed out of school for something, when we're in primary school, the cross-country would be um, not just around the school track, but you'd also be allowed into the park next door, which oh. ran past our house. So we, right. I could look at my house. And we got to sideways. And we got to run around the park that I used to play in. And that felt so decadent and so freeing that we were we were allowed out of school. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand moments you were allowed out of school legitimately. We used to walk to the swimming baths. Oh, oh okay. Okay, we used to have our... Oh, oh and there, of course there was a moment in exams where you were allowed to just go home afterwards and it felt so wrong. Yeah, so yeah, that was... Uh, I'm so glad I never have to take another exam in my life. There's nothing worse. You're good at exams. I, I do think there is kind of a certain brain set that is good at exams and one that isn't. And I was, I could never get them. Here's what I did as well. And you could do this back in the day when you weren't paying for your own education. Yeah. I chose subjects that I was good at and that I found easy. Yeah. Because it didn't matter what you but did, it was more where you went. Even at school, GCSE and uh, A-levels, you were good at exams, were you? What did you well, get for your A's? Well, apart from math. Hmm? A-levels? Yeah. Um, three A's and a B. That's incredible. B for general studies, uh, which I didn't take a lesson Now, look in. how mature I am, because a year ago I'd have gone, oh, we bum lick. But that's brilliant. You yeah. should be very proud of that. It's a great inspiration for your girls. I did terribly. My first year, I did three A-levels at school, and then I dropped one because I hated it, and they didn't know for ages I was only doing two A-levels because the message didn't get passed on. And then they found out, and I had to do another GCSE. So I did, did geography, history, and English. I dropped geography. I got an N or a U for history. I got an E for English. Then I went to college to do psychology and sociology. I failed psychology, but I got I failed sociology, but I got a B in psychology. And that was simply because I found sociology so boring. And one of the teachers would say marijuana instead of marijuana. Um, and they, I got an offer to a university that said, well, you've got one E, all you need is one more E and we'll, we'll have you in for our drama course. Um, so I just threw everything at psychology. I hated exams. But your brain... Just remember stuff. Yeah, and you know but how also they it was, work. It was, also, it was languages which just clicked with me. It's yeah. not, it was more of an instinctive so thing. So what were your exam results in? But Michael and George, we'll come to you in a minute. Hmm? What were your, your, your A-levels in? English, French, Spanish. Okay. And um, I did um, GCSE German in a year, got yeah. a B for that, and I did general studies. Aye, that's, that's his own far classer. <laughs> uh, it, I was terrible at it, actually. Um, but, yeah. I did, well, here you go. I was quite good in German until I started dicking around, and then I just, so I did German GCSE and I got an E, and then when I found out, when they found out that I dropped one of my A-levels, they made me do German GCSE again. Nothing more humiliating than, than being a, a sixth former, having to sit in with the year below you. <coughs> And I think I got D in German that year. Right. Hated it. But at that point, I was I was kind of... I hated school anyway. I really was not where I wanted to be in, in terms of being at school. thing was with German is that I'd learned my French and Spanish. I'd learned from being over there and being kind of left to it yeah. and um, learning like a, like a baby, you know, parrot right. fashion. Um, I couldn't really learn it sitting in a classroom. I no. was, I was almost, uh, I was going to fail Spanish G uh, GCSE, and then I did the um, Spanish exchange. It just clicked. I think there is an argument, and I've heard this before, that school is is quite often wasted on kids. Because I would love to learn all that stuff now. Yeah, I would love to physics. You're going to teach me physics for free? Yes, please. You're going to you're going to help me. You're going to let me read some of the greatest works of English literature, and then explain the bits I don't understand for free. 
I'm in. Also, but I, 12, 13, 14, I didn't want that. Also, university I didn't pay for. And no. when I think about how, God, when the lessons were ending, I was like, I had my coat on, I was ready to go, to wanted to get out of there. And I used to sigh when the mature student yeah. asked another question. Yeah. But of course, I get it now. And yeah. I also think, God, if I'd ever applied myself, I spent a lot of time dicking around at university. Do you mean dicking no, around? No, I don't. I mean, you know, messing about and not wanting to be in class. Okay. And yeah, I had a brilliant time and everything and grew up and it's that nice little cushion between being a kid and being an adult you know it's all safe and well largely safe but if I'd just gone there to learn yeah. like, like a mature the mature students yeah. did I could have been an ace you know oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand let's go to Michael good evening Michael good evening both Michael what can we do for you on this um this rather warm evening so I'm so glad the day is now done because I knew this morning that I was Michael, gonna... are you on speakerphone? Ian, you asked me this last time. I've been listening long enough to know you will almost execute somebody if they go on speakerphone. I am definitely not on speakerphone. Just a pony phone. It's just a pony phone. I apo- Michael, Michael, please accept... My sincerest apology, you are a good man with a crap phone. I just have to be so vigilant these days. There are people out there that want to bring me down, that want to stab me in the back, that want to get me riled up, and I just have to be on guard, Michael, and also the heat, and I apologise, and I'm so sorry. Please, do you, do you accept my apology? Thank you for your apology. Yes, I do accept it. That I is, understand. That is a great man. That is a great, great man speaking there. Big man, a huge man, big heart. A lot of people using the heat as an excuse to um, give us plenty of mood and tood today. You saw it, it was kicking off in Waitrose, Kicking off in Waitrose of all places. It was like middle-class Armageddon. Well, they had, <laughs> the, the fridges were all broken, so they were taking all the cream and the... Chi- all, the, all, the, all, the fr- all the frozen... The, chilled things not frozen <laughs> why, did, why did you struggle to say that because it wasn't the frozen things I was correcting myself Okay. It, all the uh, chilled things were being removed and there was a lot of kerfuffle about that but also I went to collect a parcel beforehand and um, unusually the Waitrose staff were a little bit rude a little bit, uh, little bit short with you which yes. is you know, because you're quite a tiny woman yourself <laughs> anyway uh, Michael my brother my blood brother um, and I would, yes, if I man. saw you, I would cut the palm of my hand and I would cut the palm of your hand and we would swivel our hands together and we would be blood brothers, um, unless you have a, a communicable disease, in which case I would have to opt out on that and I would just, just spit a... I'd just spit in my hand and you'd spit in yours and we'd do a spit, we'd be spit brothers. That's communicable. By the way, the spit brothers, if that's not the name of a porno tag team, then God damn it, I've got no idea what's going on in the world. What have you got for us, Michael, please? Well, yeah, the first thing, yeah, so I'm glad the day's over because I knew this morning oh. I was going to um, get a lot of people complaining to me about the heat. And, you know, it's like I probably saw 20 people today and I would say 19 of them said, ooh, it's a hot day, isn't it? Well, yeah, of course it's bloody hot. We all know how hot it is. Let's talk about something else. Why are they bringing their heat troubles to you? Are you a weatherman? Not at all, no. Just strangers, colleagues, friends, family, whoever. But I've known about the bloody weather. This, anyway, well, this so is a, this is. I mean, this is a British cliche, but it is true. Whenever we we do we do obsess about the weather, and I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I've had these conversations as well, Michael. When you pop into a shop or you know you you, you complain about the weather, um, and I think it's nervousness because no one knows how to make small talk. Really, so the weather the weather here is very changeable. We have you know extreme heat, extreme cold, wet. It's very changeable, and it can change from hour to hour. And we don't know how to make small talk. So if you're going, oh, can I get get? Can you get me that pint of milk, please? Then you've got that thirty seconds while they walk over and then walk back. It's an awkward 
moment. So why not go, isn't it hot today, eh? Go on. I'm going to blow your mind. Yeah? Spanish people complain about the heat as well. Really? Mm-hmm. But my, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Apparently so. My friend's from Seville and it is baking hot there every August. Yeah. Every August. Too much, too much, too much. And you show me one Spanish mother who doesn't go into What's a shop... <laughs> doesn't go into a shop and go, ay, que calor, que calor, que calor. And they, they complain about it and they fan themselves and they're a little bit extra about, you know, just how hot they are. Yeah, I think it's a human thing. Here's what we're going to do tonight, uh, and this is thanks to you, Michael. We're going to learn how to complain about the heat, but in different languages. So what do they say in Spanish? Oy, que calor. In Greek, they say, popo zesti. <laughs> popo Zesty. zesty. It's a great one. Popo is like, oh my God, Popo Zesty. So they moan about it there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, fair enough. If anyone could complain about the heat in a foreign language, 0344 499 Yes, Michael, point number two. Well, I suppose on that building on that, if we, if we can. Yes, we can build on it. It's a strong foundation. I, yeah. I think, you know, the, the whole small talk thing is a really good shout, isn't it? I think I used to feel like that, like I need to fill yeah. those silences of 30 seconds, but... I think with a bit of bit of discipline, you can learn to sometimes enjoy the, the little bit of silence. And what do you think? You tend to agree. You cracked first. You cracked first. I tell you where they don't. They do like silences. Japan. Japan. Small talk is rude, isn't it? There. I don't know if it's. Oh, I don't know if it's definitely. rude. I, I've not heard that. It could be, but we. Um, I've been to Japan. I've been lucky enough to go a few times, and I've got a few friends over there. Shinomix and um, Saeko and a, and a couple of others, and they they're very hospitable people, and they would always take us out for meals mm. and nights out, and you'd just be sat there, order your food, in and you'd just be sat there in silence. And of course, me and it was my my, my wife at the time. That's not that's uncomfortable to us. So we'd be making all this conversation and, 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 and now looking back, it was obviously it was quite uncomfortable for our Japanese friends that we were there just gabbing and they must be thinking, God, they don't shut up, those English. <laughs> Talking about bloody, the weather all the time. These bloody Westerners, they don't <laughs> want to shut up and enjoy their food. <laughs> exactly. Think. Shut up and enjoy the lovely, delicious food that we're providing for you. That's it, that's it. Was so there I- anything else, Michael? I want to ask about the um, the record you're planning on releasing, because I'm really intrigued. OK, well, we have... You got this, any ideas? We, we, this is what's happening. Catherine and I will be releasing a seven-inch vinyl single. The first mm. 100 orders of that seven-inch vinyl single will receive a platinum... It's actually grey, but it says platinum on it. Mm. A so platinum, platinum, platinum laminated membership card. Those cards have been designed, they are different from the normal membership cards, there will only be 100 of them, there will only ever be 100 of them. Those cards were designed uh, today in a very, very long online session on Vistaprint. They have been ordered, they will be with us hopefully next week. Uh, And the first 100 orders of that uh, of the record, we'll get that card free, laminated. Um, we're going to take pre-orders. It's going to be a seven-inch single, and the B-side is probably going to be talking. And for the A-side, we, I think we're going to do a song, but I don't know what the song is going to be. It's going to be me and Kath. We might get Sam on there as well, and um, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. That sounds cracking. Have you thought about content-wise for the A-side? Yes. Maybe something. I don't know how you get away with it legally. Let's say, for example, you use. Perfect Day by Lou Reed, yeah? Yes, yes. And you get callers, you know, callers that we know and love uh-huh. in this current time to kind of do, maybe do a line each or something. It I, can't have anything to do with the radio show, really, can it? 
I don't know. You, you know, I'm asking you, Kath. You know, all no, the we wouldn't be able to lift content from well, here. Well, no, we, we wouldn't be able to lift content from here. But we, you could, Catherine. That's an excellent point, Michael. Catherine could spend a couple of days driving around the country, going to Birmingham, meeting uh, Hallen, going to Maidstone to meet Nigel, um, and you could travel all around the country and record. Better idea. Yes. We do it at the rabbit holes. Yeah. No, I think um, the better idea is you... Being alone with various people, I don't know. Yes, I think that's a great <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, like I say, we do it at the rabbit holes. <laughs> Michael, we're going to look at... It's a thing that we're kind of working on at the moment. We're looking. On the, thank you for your call. 0344 499 1000. On the subject of being legitimately sent out of school, not for a school trip, Lady Jane says, I was sent to the shop to get milk for teacher's tea. Always went into my dad's butcher's on the way where he would give us money to buy cola cubes. Or sherbet... Now, she's put sherbet pups. She must mean sherbet dips. Yeah, or dib-dabs. Dib-dabs. Um, imagine that, getting sent out to the shops to buy milk for the teachers. Flipping it, man. Back in the day, wasn't the teacher's staff room, didn't it just stink of coffee and fags? fags. When you had to knock on the door oh, to get they something. They loved it. And you would open, they would open the door and it'd be like um, stars in the rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible times. 0344 499 1000. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Late Early Early Show. On Talk Radio. The time has come, the Paul Ross said, to talk of many things. This wild and whirling, wonderful world and the weird stories that it brings. Brings to us each and every weekday morning from 1 to 5am on the Late Late Early Early Show. You know what? We've already visited 55 countries. Join us for a fantastic trip of exploration right around the globe. The surf report is there's not very many waves, but it's a beautiful day. It's the stimulating radio encounter of the interesting kind. But a lot of people just come for the sheer fun. The Late Late Early Early Show with Paul Ross. Transporting you to another plane. Monday to Friday mornings from one. This is actually really, really cool. On Talk Radio, you know it makes sense. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yeah, it's great. 03444991000 is the uh, telephone number. Uh, Rachel, who is sending us loads of ideas for venues in Birmingham, thank you. Um, can you uh, uh, save it? Because I'm, I'm gonna, not going to see all these tweets. So save them and then maybe put them in, in one tweet or something. Um, I'm thinking, actually, Catherine, of opening, it's not yet, of reopening ian at ianlee.com, the email address, and us both, uh, us both having it. Because actually... I'm thinking in terms of what we've been talking about privately. Yes. And this, it might actually be quite useful. Okay. So, uh, would you, would you, does that make sense to you? But we both have it. Sure. I'll, I'll speak to the people. So, because it just means it's, it's handy for stuff like this. Um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, on uh, being sent out of school legitimately, Nelly says on a school trip, 
I was asked to get a packet of ham at the spa near the youth hostel we were staying. The teacher was impressed by my speed. Okay. Um, you know the teachers say that just to make you do mm. stuff. And fa troppo caldo, says Stephen. Fa troppo caldo. That's what, exactly, it's too it, hot. It's exactly what I just said. Well. Fa troppo caldo. What language is that? Italian. Okay, it was exactly what I just said. Let's go to um, let's go to Sven. Good evening, Sven. Hello, mate. Hello, Kath. How are you doing? It's fine. Are you uh, are you sitting in one of those caves under a waterfall? Well, close to. I'm on a train. Okay, you're on a train. Are you eating a, a, a Vianetta? Okay, this isn't going to last long. What have you got for us, Sven? Oh, the- uh, I don't really know. Okay, thanks very much for your call. Oh three four. <laughs> what you've got for us is a very no, muffled line. Go on. What, what, what have you called in for, you muppet? I just wanted to say hello. I, I last spoke to you when you were on another radio station years ago. Which one? Um, LBC uh, or, uh, or Absolute? It was Absolute. Absolute. Okay. What did we talk about? Let's see if I can remember. Uh, well, we were talking about you were talking about guys in polo shirts putting their collars up. I was talking about what? Guys in polo shirts putting their collars up. Oh, yeah, but I saw someone doing that the other day, like an absolute twonk. His, his collar yeah. up. What a loser. It, 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 it's not good. No. It, no, I don't cater for it. But anyway, that was the, that was the subject back then. Um, but I was just trying up to say, all right, I'm on a train, it's hot, um, and, well, I don't know, that's about it, really. You're feeling a little bit lonely. Why have you Why have you not called in for the last ten years? What's, 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 uh, what's wrong? What's going on? I, I think the reason for that is kids. Oh. I had a new kid, you see, and now I'm allowed out. Yeah. Um, I can now catch up and I've been listening to your podcast and all that sort of jazz. Thank and, you, man. You know, you know how, how, old are, how old are the kids? Well, the uh, eldest is going to be seven and the youngest is going to be three. Magic. Magic ages, man. Absolute, absolute magic. I'm hearing you. Yeah, they are awesome. They keep you on the straight and narrow. I uh, haven't seen my kids for a couple of weeks. They were away with their mum and I had to pick them up from like a club today and I had them for a couple of hours. And um, they live in Windsor. And I said, we've got a choice, guys. We can go home. They they, they were really tired because they've been in like a a, a games club all day, sports club. And I said, we can go home. We can go to the ice cream parlour or we can go on a boat trip. And the eldest went, oh, can we go home? And youngest went, boat trip! So I said, all right. And we rented, just for half an hour, one of those little, um, little you know, putt-putt boats, you know, going up and down the River Thames. Yeah, yeah. And we, it was, they, they loved it. And we'd been before. The last time we did it was a year ago. And I crashed and um, I stalled the motor. And we had to get a stranger to come and rescue us and start the motor and, and, and pull us off, excuse me. And so they were really nervous. But today, they were driving, seven and nine... They were doing the driving. I sat in the back for a bit of it. I sat in the back. Did you do backseat driving? No, do you know what? I didn't. I didn't. I I let them do it. And every now and then I would just go just a little bit to the right. My eldest was cool with me sitting in the back. My youngest wanted me to sit next to him. And just he would, if a boat was coming the other direction, he said, Daddy, can you do it now? And I'd just steer it ever so slightly away. But they were incredible, Sven. These are the joys you've got to look forward to. Oh, that sounds pretty awesome. Uh, can I just also add very quickly? Yes. Is that I've been sort of like following, you know, what's been happening with you over the years and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm ex-army um, and I suffer from mental health issues. And can I just say, you putting it online, that has helped a lot of people and helped a lot of my mates. So I'm really appreciative for that. Thank you, mate. That, uh, that is, a, is a very kind thing to say. And for reasons I will not go into publicly, that means a lot more than, than you might think. So thank you very much, brother. 
No, 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 that's awesome. And I just, that's another reason why I've called up, just because I was dealing with difficulties as well. Yeah. But I'm pretty much out the other side. And, Beautiful. Uh, you know, and following you, and, you know, hopefully I'll call again. And nice one. Shoot the breeze, and I just wanted to say, you know, I think the two of you are doing an amazing job. It's Sven, awesome. you're a good man. Call us when you're not on a train next time, but what a lovely call. Thank you very much indeed. There were, there were... There were some people who, when I started talking about mental health, went, no, 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 come on now, stop that. We don't, you don't want that out in the public. And then when I talked about, you know, saying, actually, I'm bisexual, no, 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 come on now, we don't want that out in the public. That's nobody's business but your own. So getting a call like that, Sven, makes it all worthwhile. I appreciate it. Let's go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, George. Hello. Um, I was listening to your caller and I bet and all the rest of it. I, yes. I, I would really love you to do the sensible thing and uh, phone the special bets department at William Hills or Ladbrokes and put a thousand pounds on. I'm sure they'll Sorry? give you a hundred to one. And uh, <laughs> and no, the, the, will... okay. I'm not going. I'm not going to. But thank you for the advice. Why are you not going to? Because I really can't be bothered. I'm far too busy. But thank you for the suggestion. I'll tell you someone who'd be, who'd be up for doing that. Say hello to my good friend Gatford. Hello, hello. Gatford. Hi, hi, George. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hello. What, what's up, Doc? Well, I, I'm trying to get I, I, Ian to put £1,000 on a, a song called A, a New Song subtitled Let's Tick Together. Uh, I want him to put a £1,000 on. I'm sure they'll offer him 100 to 1. So, um, £1,000 to do what? Hit number one? Be the Christmas number one? No, win, win next year's Eurovision Song Contest, the Not, 20... I, I think they'll offer you more like 20,000 to 1. No, they, they, definitely, yeah. they definitely wouldn't. But, well, we're but, never winning Eurovision at, at the current moment, so that's not going to happen. And I don't see Ian donating a thousand pounds to that. If you ask me, in my opinion. Yeah, but if he, lo he if he loses the bet, he gets two thousand and twenty pounds from me anyway. So he, he, well, he, yeah, he, but he, that's he, not a that's not a legally binding contract, George. That's just you saying it. That's just me saying it. No, we... that's, that's, that's not a legally binding contract. You're not going to write him a cheque and date it the date that the record is supposed to win the Eurovision and then he can cash it. I don't think you are understanding the simplicity of what I'm saying here. Ian stands to win £2,020 for me if this song doesn't win the Eurovision Song yeah, Contest if he, if he next year. If he goes into a betting shop, and, and puts a bet on with William Hill that he's got a contract with them because they've got a bit of paper or whatever it is they do now receipt and he can go in and go I've got this and they have to give him the money yes yeah, so, 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 so you're, you're he, just he, it. you're not he, William Hill I'm not William Hill but I am Ra Rainbow George and I am yeah, sure, uh, I, can't, uh, I can't visit you on the high street Rainbow George you're not you, a betting shop I'm not a betting shop, but but but, but, but you could put a thousand pounds on and and uh, and win a hundred thousand pounds and and, and uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the key word that you're looking the key the key word in that sentence, George, could. Yeah, well. Um, why why would he why would he take that risk? He's got two kids, you know. 
it's no, no risk. Uh, well, what do you mean no risk? It's betting. It's gambling. Of course it's risk. It's no it's risk at all. of the word risk. No it's risk at all. You look up the dictionary, it's the definition of the word risk. Apart from the popular ball game. No risk, because it, 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 if, if the bet no, loses, he gets £2,020. No, 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 George, 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 he doesn't get that money. Why doesn't he get that money? Well, because you're just someone who rings the radio station and says, I'll give you £2,020. That's not legally binding. Anyway, um... I rang up to talk about when I was let out of school once. Can I tell you about that? Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. In our last final year at school... Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.